Hi, I'm Dr. Chris Lee, founder of Elemental Shift, education to empower. You're listening to the Healthy Mind Podcast, where we bring you the greatest thought leaders, teachers, and game changers on this planet to discuss the powerful ideas around mind-body connection, work, and living a fulfilling life. What is going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode. We are in a really fascinating time when we are recording this. And I'm with my dear friend, Dr. Nima, who's here to provide the perspective that so much of us need right now um, in maintaining integrity and how we are telling ourselves stories. I ran into Dr. Nima's work about four weeks ago, and his message has resonated with me at such a deep level that the practices and the philosophy and the way that he communicates integrative healing is something that I still maintain in my daily practices today. And I know you guys are going to find the way that he communicates life just extraordinarily enriching. Dr. Nima, I'm super happy to have you here. And so much of the conversation today is going to be around the stories we tell ourselves um, and just your beautiful philosophy and principle about life. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, my friend. I look forward to this conversation and uh, I look forward to following our curiosity about this topic. Absolutely. And so before we even started recording, we instantly dove headfirst into the mentality around so much of this um, and some of the challenges that we're seeing in our profession uh, as chiropractors and the integrity and the principle behind it where we have a very beautiful philosophy about the way chiropractic is presented to the world. And it's that your nervous system is carrying the intelligence that allows you to facilitate the expression of you. It's there. It's potential. It's already there. Mm. It's within your potential. Yeah, it is. And at the time of this recording right now, it's March 27th in the United States. Things are a bit, uh, Chaotic, chaotic, I would say. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Dr. Nima's in Vancouver, where I'm sure things are also potentially fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the conversation I want to open up to the both of us today is maintaining integrity in the way that we are interacting with this story that's going on mm-hmm. around us and the story that we're telling ourselves about it. Because so much of what I've been witnessing and bringing up to my awareness has been around people falling into the fear trap. And instead Mm -hmm. of expanding in this time where there is a lot of potential to serve and our leaders really need to rise up to the surface and show who they are and, and share the principle behind so much of this. And so many of them are, are getting that compressive force. Mm-hmm. What do you think about all this? Well, I think that it's not their fault. It makes totally total sense why they would behave that way. Um, We live our lives through our nervous system and we carry, you're right, your life is your expression of that nervous system. So chiropractic, as my my career started off in chiropractic, I was so proud to be able to release the interference that stopped people from their full self-expression. What I discovered is that it was a much bigger picture than that. I discovered that the expression of your uh, full health expression through your nervous system was not just determined by the spinal structures and it's, it's um, the way that each joint locks one, unlocks one on top of another and how they're aligned. It's not just about that. I, my nervous system is literally carrying with it the trauma of uh, my grandfather in the Great Depression and my, uh, my grandparents during their times of absolute scarcity like where they didn't have enough to eat. And that literally, because of their fears that implanted through their epigenetics, parents, in my my parents, their generation of constantly having scarcity. So, Mm. and then I, at the age of four, was involved. uh, There was an Iran-Iraq war going on. So my nervous system was also impacted by that. And it was also impacted by the fact that I was... Um, at the age of two, I was left by my mother and so that they could explore immigrating to Canada. For, so for the pe- 
period of about two or three months when I was two years old and pre-verbal, I had this in, in, in locked uh, experience, mm. uh, deep emotional trauma of feeling not safe. Okay. And that is also carried with me in my nervous system. And that unconsciously impacts all of my relationships. It impacts my need to be seen, my need for attention, my need for approval, my, my consistent, uh, constant uh, tendency to abandon myself and my truth in service of getting some sort of recognition, admiration, approval outside and living my life that way and realizing one day that no matter what I would get, no matter what I would receive, no matter what I would achieve, it was never enough to Ooh. take away that lack of safety. And mm -hmm. so in that moment, gifted by a huge crisis, I awoken to the reality that I was completely disconnected from myself and the, those old primitive wounds and that chiropractic alone, which is a fundamental, essential part of regulating the nervous system wasn't going to address those. And that was up to me mm. to actually work at resolving that. Because if I didn't, I would consistently be going on looking for outside treatments, modalities, outside, you know, healers to solve what was broken within me that only I was, was uh, responsible for. And so oh, what I discovered is that the greatest thing that I can learn, because my nervous system gave me cues, my nervous system gave me cues by my behavior in relationships, because you're totally unconscious until I get into a relationship with you and then you say something to me and then I lose my shit. My nervous system is giving me feedback of a, which I, I'm blaming at you, Chris, you told me this, you offended me. It's you that did it. Mm. Instead, I'm looking at that trigger that you brought up and as a mirror for me to look and go, what broken part of me, what unhealed part of me caused that? And that's how you use your nervous system as an access, the information from your reactivity as an access point to being able to go back and self healing, self-resourcing those parts so you can come back and become what I call trigger-proof. Oh, my goodness. There's, there's so, so much I want to go into. Yeah, um, we can talk for Yeah, we'll talk for the rest of the this. day till the sun goes down and beyond <laughs> that for sure. So, <laughs> well, here's, before you go on, I just want to yeah. say, so I've now gone to this full circle of my healing journey, 18 years of seeing patients, now doing global lecture around the world, teaching people how to regulate their nervous systems. I've moved on from full-time practice. I still have my license though. So I love having my patients. I love having people to see and then do adjustments and see the transformation. I, I tried to get away from that and then I just got so bored. I missed it. So I kept doing that. But then I realized that the goal of our work, the hallmark of our work, the golden, the holy grail is to be able to experience truth as soon as possible from a dissociative emotional event trigger so that I'm not locked into a story of victimhood mm. for, a pro for a prolonged period of time. In other words, how quickly can I get from a stimulus which causes me to either fight or flight or go into freeze and just shut down and dissociate where I dissociate from myself and my vision, how quickly can I go from that to Repairing, repairing that relationship with me, mm. repairing that relationship with my partner who we just had a fracture with, my parents, which I just haven't spoken to after the blowout two weeks ago, and I swore that they weren't safe and I'm never going to want to see them again. And that fracture carrying with me actually damages my own nervous system if I don't learn how to actually lovingly, with an open heart, with absolute congruence, repair it. And when you do, you have resource. And in shitty times like this, you look around and you see, wow. The most important thing, which is my relationships, mm. have stood the test of time. And now I can get through this even stronger because I have people beside me. I have people above me that I look up to as mentors and I'm still learning from. And then I have people behind me who I'm teaching what I'm learning. And those three uh, are, become my currency in, in this road of life. And that's what this whole journey is all about. Oh, my goodness. Poetry. Just absolute poetry, Doc. I love that so much. 
the really the really big point that's coming up for me right now, especially for our young culture, the people that are coming up, so many of us get out into the professional world and we become so fixated on personal development and going forward and creating the future and go, 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 myself included. That's yeah, why yeah, I yeah. loved your work. Yeah. But I hit a block and yeah. it was my past. And it was me subconsciously still taking on that victim mentality and not being able to claim responsibility mm. for it. Yeah. Can you talk to me yeah, a little absolutely. bit about how to? How, how old that? are you? Yeah. How 26. old are you? Oh, beautiful. We're having a talk at the perfect time, my friend. You Welcome. Let well, the healing uh, begin. <laughs> first and foremost, I have to tell you, you're well on your way. If you're 26 and you're talking with that level of wisdom, my hats off go to you because most of us don't hit that wall of reality until mid thirties and forties. This is the midlife crisis. And what happens is it's, you know, Socrates said an unexamined life is a life not worth living. It, mm -hmm. The, 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 the beauty of these moments is, Chris, is that it gets you to wake up and go, okay, so let me examine what's been going on. And you realize this one thing. You realize that you think that you've had choice and agency in your life. You think that you look around and you see your life right now, Chris. You're a successful chiropractor. You're now a leader. You coach people. Um, you, you get on, you know, you get on the, the, the podcast and you share messages and you're, 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 you're very, um, my energy of you, and I don't know you that well, is that you're very keen on putting yourself out there and really making a difference, all right? You're there, and I see myself in you, totally. Mm. And there's another part of that that we become unconscious of because I was exactly that. And then the unconscious part, when you hit the wall, is when you really look at it, is the painful realization that, that much of that drive was so that everybody could like me. Ooh, yeah. So yeah. much of that. It, it, so much so of that abundantly is abundantly like, true. Totally. And here's the thing. When I'm on camera and I'm speaking to you or I'm speaking to someone or I'm doing out content or I'm, I'm transmitting a Facebook live, you'll be able to tell based on my energy and my alignment, if I'm doing it because I truly want to give you something and you can be able to feel it when I'm doing it just because I want the attention and I want to be seen. And I realize after I hit my wall, like my third one, because I didn't get it after the first one, was that I was doing it all just really for attention for a part of me that I didn't know how to see myself. I was dissociated and disconnected from myself. That abandonment trauma had me then choose relationships and scenarios that were transactional so that I could get that external validation that mm. I didn't know how to give to myself. Doc, how, so a lot of this and uh, is pulling up a lot of my old memories for me. Yeah. Uh, and I had a really great childhood. Totally. And then as I became a parent myself as a, as a young man. Um, Dude, you're 26 and you're a parent? Yeah. So That's amazing. How old is your kid? My kid is two. So let me give, wow. you, I'll give you the quick synopsis of, a, of the, the roadblock <laughs> that the universe wow. let me jump over. So I was a year into school um, <sighs> and riding my bike back from midterms and an SUV hit me into a ditch riding my bike. Uh, bucket handle fracture, internal lacerations, got catheterized, bed rest for six months, body broken. Two weeks into that healing journey. How uh, old were you? I was 22. 22. Okay, good. Lot, this makes sense now. Yeah. So two weeks into that healing journey, I got That's a call. why you're so passionate. Oh, yeah. I get it now. Go. <laughs> I love it. Got the call from a random family friend that he was coming to my place. He showed up told me that my dad had committed suicide, who is my best friend. Uh, so that kind of took care of all the spiritual portion of my life. Um, went to the hospital that day, told them to take the cast off, take all the catheter, everything out. Um, I had to go for a walk, had to go, didn't care how bad it was. There's no way I was going to lay in a bed because I was just festering in the worst way possible. Wow. Spiraled into depression, this, that. And at the time had been dating a really extraordinary woman. Um, and the body does what it does. So the body in the next three months had healed enough for me to get her pregnant. Rock so on, buddy. 
now in three stud. months time i've lost <laughs> all this stuff yeah so stud. <laughs> i just went to go mode right so from there i started to craft this online business became an entrepreneur started to become coach then a consultant then a ceo of this company and and kept going and going and going until here i am today running a seven-figure consulting company and all of these things and i'm coming to the awareness that just like you had mentioned so much of this and who I had become was out of a scarcity mindset. Right. Is to kind of compensate for that little one that felt alone and not important and irrelevant and disconnected. And that's that awareness is very humbling because I had to look at that same thing, Chris. And I was like, wow, that little fucker has been driving the bus of my life ah. for the whole time. And this is where we start to have the conversation of ego observation and deep inner healing work and integrating the shadow. And so all of the tools that I've taken have been able to really summarize getting that reconnection from that disconnection. Yes. Which is not an overnight weekend type of thing. Oh it God. is a responsibility. So bad. Yeah, it is a responsibility from now for the rest of your life. And so, as I've been working on that extensively, all of a sudden, just noticing the people, the clients that come to me are in some sort of a crisis because a crisis is that part of the hero's journey is where it's like your. <clears throat> I want you to look at it. You've you studied Joe. Have you studied uh, uh, Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey? Oh yes. Okay, cool. So, boom, the accident, call to adventure. Yep. Okay, it's like okay, you're gonna go and you're gonna learn how to heal, and that's it. And then at the end of that, boom, another call to adventure. Dad dies. So you had two, two crises one back to back and what happens is that leaves a stain on your nervous system and there you got to use as many modalities as possible as we have available to us to heal from that chris now what happens is chiropractic it's probably how you discovered that and you were like wow this is amazing this is definitely a healing modality and then you had to do other things because you had to get you know some sort of awareness and completion and some sort of a uh, make making sense of what you just went through uh, and which is great and so what we'll do is we'll do work like John D Martini which I've done Byron Katie which I'm facilitator of all of those methods because that's what I wanted to do was to change those stories here and then what I realized my next level of awareness after my last breakdown was I'd been doing a lot of time changing the stories here, which is very therapeutic model, cognitive based, uh, going to weekend workshops, doing landmark, doing Demartini, doing Byron Katie to just keep changing stories. But then if we're looking at the brain, if we use Dan Siegel's hand model of the brain, and it's right here, um, this is the brainstem, this is the uh, cortex where we're thinking and creating. When you go into a trigger, when you get triggered, all of this goes offline. So when you're in a state of alarm, a deep state of alarm, you're not able to learn and process cognitive tools to change the story because that's only 20%. 80% of it, which is in the unconscious mind, in the body, needs to be addressed. And that's where you, we have to start getting somatic tools. We have to start getting into breath. Mm-hmm. We have to start getting into modalities that don't just talk your way out of the thinking and they don't think your way and talk your way out of feeling problems. Mm-hmm. So what I'm seeing from you, just from, my, just from the energy, is a man who's done a shit ton of work to go through the adversities you've gone through. And I can feel it and I can see it. And there's a part of you that is still and this might take a little bit of time, but this is your next level. This is your next level up is addressing your body because your body's still holding on to those stories. I can sense it in your unconscious mind. You can sense it in the person's um, vo- voice. You can sense it in there. It's like a tuning of authenticity, right? And when you really get peeling back each layer you take and get connected, you take one mask off and another mask off. And then eventually, Chris, you get to the, this ability where – this, uh, my friends used to call me the Dr. Nima show. 
It's like, oh, the Dr. Nima show, he's putting on a show. It's because I, hey, everybody, look at me. I want to be seen. And the, the, the distinction happens when you really drop into your body and it's not about being seen anymore. And people can actually feel that. They feel seen by you. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not doing this to be seen anymore. I'm doing this and everything that I'm saying to you is so that you can feel seen. And that was the shift of my entire career. Everything exploded. And now I don't know, like, I don't like, this is the greatest moment. This whole coronavirus pandemic, as horrible as it is, as tragic as it, as it is, this crisis is both danger, which we see and threat out there, but also in the Chinese scripture, it's also opportunity. And so right now I'm looking at, what people need most right now is they need to take the time to heal. Time is a currency. Time is, there are, there are four currencies of really building your, your, your career, Chris. And the first one is time right now, because we're all, we, we don't have time. Oh, sorry. I don't have time. I don't have time. We don't have time. But right now in this pandemic, I have time. I've been gifted with that time. The second currency that I have is um, relationships. The people who are beside me right now, I look at the people beside me and my team. I'm like, holy fuck, we've been doing the work. We're all ready for this. Like, holy shit. Do you realize, like, we're looking at each other, looking at a group called, like, do you realize what's about to happen right now? Everything that we've been talking about for the last three to four years and studying at depth and teaching about healing from your past and getting into your body and going from a dissociated state of, uh, of self-abandonment to a deep felt sense connection to self-love so that I can understand and hear that inner voice that's going to guide me through crises. It's time to reconnect people to that because that's what this work does. Mm. You know, it, it helps you experience truth when you're disconnected as quickly as possible, where every day I'm listening to one bad, you know, news report after another, that's going to dis- dissociate me deeper from my truth. It makes it 10 times more important to do the work to reconnect to my heart, to my body, to keep healing those times. And when I do now to eloquently learn the skills required to have me thrive in the next world that's coming because the old world is gone. This is, we're all in a hero's journey and we're called on to heal our past so that we can move forward and then be the change in a new world. But we can't do that if we're retreating chiropractors. We can only do that if we just go all in with healing ourselves so that we can then be a contribution and say, okay, I can help with what's needed most right Mm. now. Wow. Oh my goodness. I think one of, as, as a young man, doing the work and continuing to evolve one of the most challenging i i damn near say scary parts of that is going into discovering what my truth actually is because Mm. there's the death of the ego correct a lot and that's like i i've connected and attached to it like and i associate that's Mm. who i am and that needs to die yeah who am i without that story You know, who am I before, you know, it's like, and the ones that are going to thrive in this situation are the ones that are able to say (coughs) goodbye to their old selves. (laughs) They're able to, to stop focusing on the way things used to be and the way I used to do things. Mm -hmm. I am completely, I am with this and start focusing entirely on what people need but I can't do that if I'm triggered as fuck and I'm completely dissociated and I'm in a flight, fight, flight, or freeze. Because look yeah. at what's happening. Everyone's in a freeze. Yep. We're at this invisible enemy outside. We can't fight. We're not able to fight it. I mean, there's different conspiracy theories out there of what it actually is and who's yep. responsible. That's not my concern not because yet. I don't have control over that. All I know is we can't fight this thing right? People are trying, but we can't. <laughs> There's a lot of chiropractors that there are trying to fight. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Keep what, trying. What do you get? Good when luck. You, right? More see, resistance. See, see how that, yeah. See how that works for your nervous system when you do that. Okay. Number one. Number two, flight. I'm in fucking quarantine right now. I can't run anywhere. I can't go. I can't. I'm like, peace out. I'm gone to Fiji. I can't even do that. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 
So what are we doing? It's the third part of our nervous system, which is the dorsal vagal response, which causes shutdown. We're in a freeze. Chiropractors are frozen. We are frozen. The whole society is frozen. And we're looking at it conceptually, but neurologically, the, the collective nervous system is in dorsal vagal shutdown. And those who know and have mastered their own nervous systems have a huge role to fill in helping oh, yeah. other people moving forward to be able to unpack and help heal theirs. But you got to first be out of your fucking freeze Monster and be point. in possibility and invest all in and learning the skills necessary for the new world. I've doubled down. I'm in like three courses right now. Transformational moment right there for so many of us, because like you had talked about, I love Dr. Siegel's uh, example of this. And, and when the he talks model. about when you go into uh, that fight or flight, like that executive function in the frontal cortex, like posterior goes offline. long-term planning, that app is no longer available in the app store. Your mindset off. is you're, scarcity. You're, you're such a millennial. <laughs> I've never, I've never used, I've never used that analogy, but I will now. And I'll be like one of my millennial interviewees. <laughs> uh, interviewers just said it's no, it's no longer available yeah. on the app store. I'm using it. <laughs> Your long-term calendar is not pulled up. Like you are stuck in scarcity mindset and that puts you inside the pickle jar where you cannot read the label. Correct. Correct. I think and, and, and what we're doing when we're there, here's what we do. When we're there, we grasp for mommy and daddy to save us. Oh, because I we be regress because we regress to our childlike state centers where our wounds are, okay, where we our unhealed wounds are, and they come out and they say, "Mommy and Daddy, save me." Because here's what's happened: we're we're all in like it's like the whole universe is telling telling us, "Go to your room, go to your room," and we're like, "Okay, we're in our room." So what do we do when we're in our rooms when we can't distract ourselves with? all the stuff that we normally would do, working and being relevant and making money and all this stuff. We can't distract ourselves from that anymore. What do we do? Well, uh, shit, I got to face my feelings. And I'm angry. And then there's, I, I, uh, if you have a problem with authority, you're like, fuck you, mom and dad. I'm just going to keep doing what I want to do. Yep. There's the ones who are rebelling what the government is doing. The conspiracy theories, the ones who say, they're like, listen, Fuck you, mom and dad. I'm going to stay there. I'm going to stay open and I'm going to do, no one's going to tell yep. me what to do. Okay. There's the, the wounded often from their childhood who are still angry with authority, which I get. Right. That and then sense. there's the other end of the spectrum, which is, okay, mommy and daddy, whatever you say, I'm going to yeah. be a good little boy or a good little girl. There's the pleasers, another childhood wound. So your behavior based on every crisis that's happening is feedback that I can watch you in your behavior through your nervous system, through understanding what happens through the nervous system, which I can completely get your family of origin history. Not completely get, but I start to get an intuitive, after watching patterns of people over the years, I can yeah. see it again and again and again. I'm like, oh, you had this happen. You had this happen. Is the way you're acting, did you have an issue with dad or whatever? And it's like, whoa, how did you know that? Well, it's yeah. just predictable nervous system Neuro, neuroscience uh, human behavior yeah. so that's that's really fascinating and so how do we how do we resolve this the the answer to that is basically see where you are in that victim perpetrator triangle see where you're playing in this whole dance and you're mm. like ah oh, there's where i am when i can see myself when i'm triggered i don't have an ability to self-observe or self-assess when i can resource myself i can observe myself now I can choose where I'm going to play in this game mm. because I can then make my own rules. I can then work with whatever's out there and create my own loopholes because I'm not begging to mommy and daddy's system. And I still want to function in this society. So I'm going to play along knowing full well that I still am my own authority. Mm. Right. I have a question for you that I've had this one for a second and this is a perfect time. Um, so as I've continued to look back to like where these triggers are coming up and then do the introspective work of I have this trigger and I'm, you're not, I'm not angry at you. You're in the way of my anger and then asking myself, okay, why am I this? And then 
having those emotions be brought back up, how important is it to go back to find the triggering memory, to find that core belief that's being shook? Or is it more important to go find the emotion or both? When it happens, the first thing that you're wise to do is to just stay in the feeling of it and notice your need to want to take away the pain. Ooh. And notice that most of the personal development work you're doing is to avoid feeling that pain, is to bypass that pain yeah, because it's too painful. It's and that. notice that your freedom comes from going into the pain, not by avoiding it or trying to talk your way out of it. So your first action to do to self-regulate is to sit back and feel the pain and be suffering is caused by not suffering, by our avoidance of suffering. Oh, wow. So you actually allow yourself, fuck, I feel really shitty right now. I'm lonely right now. Yesterday I did a Facebook Live, uh, not a Facebook Live, I did a group call with my tribe and I'm sitting here in social isolation. I am quarantining myself. It's now been a month since I've seen my fiance who's pregnant with my first child and uh, we're excited about it. I haven't really connected with her. I'm literally, yesterday I was at a, um, I was at her, uh, I was at her, her ultrasound so that I can hear, you know, we could just check it. You know, we, we decided to go to her ultrasound. She wants to do the ultrasound. Okay, great. As I'm there, I have her on FaceTime and she, and I'm listening to the heartbeat mm. and my, I, you remember that moment. Oh my gosh. You remember what that was like. I just, oh. all of a sudden this feeling and I'm 44 years old, dude, and I've never had that feeling. I've gone through my entire life, and in that moment, for the first moment, my heart fucking exploded in a way that I've never experienced before. And I just sat there going, whoa. I was like, I've never felt this before. What's going on here? And I went in, and I was like, wow, the feeling of true love for something that, that just their beingness is worthy just their beingness is worthy. So in, in other words, that was me some time ago whose beingness was worthy that at some point I disconnected from that truth from, that my beingness for who I am, just who I am is worthy and I don't have to make all this money and be this famous person and all that just to get that approval. I was like, my work has become all about solving that riddle and at that moment when I felt that, all of a sudden I was awakened because it opened up a whole series of emotion because I'm helping all these people. Sometimes it doesn't give me an opportunity to connect with myself. And then I realized, oh my God, how much I miss her. And I was like, fuck, babe, I really miss you. I miss you a lot. It's really hard being here. And I can just sit with that suffering of missing her and know that that's part of the healing of it is not to just say, no, I'm fine, everything's good. No, I, it fucking sucks. And I'm able to drop into my body and actually feel it and then use that to connect deeper. This is, what, this is what's gonna heal the world, the ability to do that. Not to override it, is to learn how to suffer well. And this is what I'm committed to teaching people all over the world. Uh, learning to suffer well. It's, that's so beautiful. First off, thank you for just that expression, that realness of that. And I know a lot of the listeners on here are, are type A, high impact, go-getter entrepreneurs. Yeah. So many. And you're running away from your fucking wounds. And you're running away from that feeling of unworthiness because of your insubordination to authority, because of a trauma that you haven't completed. And you think that by making seven figures, that's going to make that feeling go away. I got some fucking news for you. If you get that Lamborghini, then it'll go away. No, nothing on the outside, no shiny new object, no affair, no amount of external thing that you can take, no whatever is going to replace the, the reconnection that you're responsible for. And when you do, ironically, your entrepreneurship, your success, it just comes to you rather than you chasing it. Mm. Right now, I am bombarded with like literally since we talk my 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 thing is it's it's going off and so i've now gotten to a point where i'm in a position where i might need to tweak my offer to triage the people who are ready 
just ready to actually dive in and do the healing work. They're like, okay, we've heard you speak. I see myself in what you're saying. I've never felt so seen and heard in my life. I'm like, I know I can empathize with you. Right. I couldn't do that before when I was completely in my ego and narcissism. I actually feel what you're feeling and I have your solution because I've, I'm doing everything I can to walk what I'm talking. And oh my goodness, so much of this is just, is so much of my life right now. Yeah. Where in the last three years since I found out that I was going to be a dad and all of those events had happened, I was so in my head that had to do this and drive motivation, inspiration. But the moment, that absolute second where I said, I haven't completed my adventures. I have not completed my cycles and I need to go suffer and I need to go be in my own crap. I went on a journey. Uh, Did you do ayahuasca? No, I'd done a a breathwork seminar uh, and then we had gone and done psilocybin together. Yeah. And inside of that, I I had been shown all of the wounds and the scars that I still had left. But for the Mm. first time ever, they weren't flaws in the system. They were cracks where the light was getting in. Beautiful. And it was in that moment that I was like, I'm just here to suffer well. Like you had mentioned, and then that was not the proper words that I had used. You'd used it so eloquently and so beautiful, but now it's no longer, it's no longer up here. It's, it's actually experiencing because yeah. knowing and experiencing totally. are so different. And yeah. I came back and just being able to drop into my body and say, this fucking sucked. The shit that happened to me sucked. I fucking miss my dad. And I need to ask him questions. Like, I don't know how the fuck to be a dad right now. And dropping into that, I came back and had hundreds of emails. Come speak here. Come consult. Like, when you drop into the body, like, it goes nonlinear in your every authentic, direction. Your authentic self emerges when you do that. It's like, it's, it's the, the and, it, and it's the very thing we fear the most. <laughs> and it's the very thing we fear the most. not our darkness, yeah. it's our light. And- yeah. And I just want to say, well, it makes sense now what you went through. I'm like, how, do you, how are you 26 and you're as astute and wise as you are? Because I sure as shit wasn't where you were when I was 26. And now it makes sense. You, you, I see a 21-year-old boy who just came off of an injury who was life-threatening and had him sit around and look at his life like in like a quarantine per se. And then just as he's getting out of it, loses his best friend. There you go. Boom. Clearly the universe had some big fucking plans for you, Chris. And I'm here. I'm so grateful to connect with you because I have a feeling that we're going to be on this journey together now. I I don't know. That's an intuitive Uh, hit that I got. Yeah. I'm so happy that we were able to connect. Like I had talked about, um, just hearing your work. I think so many of us now, myself included, are so focused on creating a future that we forget the past. And it, it happened to me and I, I thought that I had processed my dad's death and, and gone through that properly, but hell no, like it, it's, it's going to be an ongoing process. And, and now that I'm humble enough on days where I just freaking miss the guy or just recognize with myself, like I've been through some shit and like, damn, it's just fucking hard. And like it, now I'm a single parent and doing all these things and like, You're learning self-regulation and part of that is to step up and do a co-regulation and be part of a a tribe of people that you can actually, a circle, because we got to go back to our roots. In the native traditions, we're in a circle, there's elders sharing the wisdom and, and, and you are able to actually express what you're feeling. And you're like, guys, I had a rib today, you know, a, a group of a group, of, like a structured group of people, individuals, all holding each other to that higher sense, standard. This is the this is the community that I've created and space where we can all go. All right. So what's going on? And then Chris is like, Chris comes in and I'm like, hey, brother, Chris, what's happening, man? And Chris is like, it's the it's the, you know eight year anniversary or five, five year anniversary of my father's suicide. And it really sucks right now. And uh, I really just wanted to share that I'm feeling a lot of grief and this is hard and I really miss him. And I keep saying, why, you know, why, why did he do this? Why did he do this? I keep going back to that. And where could I, what could I have done? Cause it came as a shock and I, all of these old stories are coming back and I just wanted 
somewhere to share that. You know how healing that would be? Not in a, not in a poor me way, but in a, this is what's so, and I want, where we all can witness you and go, I see that, bro. Yeah. And you expressing that. And, and then what'll happen is you expressing that will then heal somebody else who's like, Hey, I'm there too. And then you guys are like, whoa, boom, the power of co-regulation. That's, this is the new future of healthcare. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I agree. This is the, this is the wave of the future where we, we prioritize each other's health and well-being and nervous systems. And we create communities where we take care of each other. That is, that is the old new technology that I think neuroscience is proving is that me going into my own shit gives you permission to go into your own shit. Totally. I mean, there's, there's a really phenomenal book that transformed the way that I had been suffering and healing myself. The body keeps score. Yeah. yeah. I, I had this broken thought pattern that if I created a strong enough future that it would hold up my past. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that was right? so like, good. Write that down. <laughs> right. Yeah. I thought, what, what did you say? <laughs> let me just, let me just write that yeah, down. That I was amazing. That I created a strong enough future that it would hold up my past. And it's so bullshit because those emotions of the past, they're in the body. Like the body keeps score. Like it, it holds on to that and it'll continue to hold on to it. And if you don't listen to the whispers, then you start to get the talk. And if you don't listen to the talk, then you get the screams. And then the universe stops patting you on the back and gets the two by four. And then SUV hits you by a car and shit happens. Like if you don't listen, like you will get the patterns and they will get louder. So being able to go through and not only just live and be in those old patterns, but for it to be okay. And then for it to be expressive in the way that I'm showing my daughter how to live and, and how she is just such an extraordinary teacher for this. Totally. She can be screaming at the wall, pterodactyl style, like had like lost her book or whatever the heck it is and just going a wall. And then, She's just in it though. And then five minutes later, like she's happy. Like she just, it, it's an instant process, integrate, create, process, integrate, create. And it, it's so extraordinary. She's such a blessing in my life. Such a great teacher. Yeah, it's, that's exactly the gift. And uh, isn't that interesting that you said, how interesting is this? Are you ready? Are you ready to have your mind blown? Blow it. That's the name of the podcast, The Healthy Mind Fund. Uh, is it? Okay. I'm, I'm about to give you a very healthy mind fuck right now, just from my observation. Um, your, your, biggest, your biggest crisis that you had was, you know, emerging out of your injury and then losing your father, right? And sitting here going, I'm 22 and where is my guidance? Where are you? Where's my guidance universe? And all of a sudden the universe gives you a daughter to be your new teacher. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so your daughter is an expression is a transformed expression of your father here to guide you back into yourself, into the path. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Let that one sit with that one for a moment. Yeah, that one's gonna that one's gonna rock me to the floor tonight. It's rocking. It might to it might right hit now. you tomorrow. It might hit you tomorrow, but it should. If you really let that in right now, don't don't you don't and not let the ego of the show and just sink in and just like fucking own the fact that your father didn't abandon you. He transformed into your daughter to help teach you to come back into your heart, which is the best. That's what, that's what makes a good father anyway. So I want you to go back to that memory of that, that boy, that little boy. If you could go back to the memory of that little boy who, that young man who lost his father and just sitting just in despair. And can you see him, really see him and just communicate and your coaching would be to just really let him see you, seeing him that you see his pain, that you're there suffering with him and you just know how much it hurts and all of his feelings are valid. And that hang in there because your teacher's coming and a beautiful little girl. And now let that drop into your body and embrace him and watch his tension just kind of release and regulate and heal that part of you. 
this is how we change this is how we change the world it's by you you reconnecting with him sorry i'm a little emotional these days me both man um that was awesome this is so crazy uh and yeah your dad's here he's here he's just when you hug her tonight when you go home what's what's her name phoenix when you hug phoenix you're gonna see that holy crap there's so many of my dad's traits in her there's so many that's what's been so crazy and that's why I'm yeah so emotional <laughs> right now is because your dad's with you but he's there oh, through her transformed oh my god yeah really let that in and and i suggest you let yourself go into tears for that one because that's probably the biggest that's huge that's so great yeah he's still here brother yeah wow the universe didn't abandon you he gave you a gift oh my gosh Jeez. This is what I do now. This is the adjustment above Atlas. <laughs> That's what I call oh. the adjustment above Atlas. And this is where we can, as chiropractors, we can give this to people. We can adapt. Nobody's stopping us from healing people's nervous systems virtually. And I want to teach people how to do this. Absolutely. What a shift. What a shift. And, in yeah. I, and if, if you spend the next few weeks just journaling and just meditating and getting yourself dropped into your body and conscious of that connection, yeah, you're going to watch what happens. It's just going to, you get, this is, was the breakthrough that you needed to bust through that level that you were stuck at. That was it right there. Mm -hmm. You were stuck that you were stuck in that. <sighs> wow. <laughs> such a beautiful moment yeah i just need to go be with that as well yeah dude yeah absolutely so, i mean let let you know let let's just let's just leave it at you know you just spending the next few days in isolation with your daughter and just being being with your dad at the same time and being with that hurt part of you and showing him you. if you could show him her if you could show him her and go, look, look, there's brighter days. Look, don't worry. And show him energetically. Look at Phoenix. Dude, I know you're sad, but here, let me hold your little, hold your little baby. This is your, this is, this is your new teacher. Here she is. Dad's gone, but here, here's your new teacher right here. There you go. Take that. And the work becomes while all the madness is happening to heal your relationship with him. Wow. And immediately you'll notice, because this is somatic work, you'll notice your body has a completely different physiology after that. Oh, that's what I'm feeling right now. I'm, I, I, was, I was trying to describe in, in words what, what it feels like. And I, like the, the inner doc, like my scapulas are, are just gliding back with zero effort and just opening up. And just... Yeah, it's called an open heart. You, you opened your heart. So your physiology is mirroring that of the energetic open heart. You're like, oh, I see order in the universe where I once saw chaos. It wasn't in the way, it was on the way. I'm grateful that now there's people that I must lead with this new awareness. Oh my gosh. So beyond powerful right now. And just, I'm so grateful that we're able to connect. Mm. You can't really script these, can you? Nope. Yeah, can't <laughs> you wanted to. Those are my favorite interviews, the unscripted ones where we just work with what's there. And so, oh, yeah. And so really the, the, the moral of this story is that there's a stuckness within all of us that's just waiting for a reconnection back to ourselves mm -hmm. to heal. This is the inner guru, the inner voice. And if you took some time and connected with him and told him, all of your wisdom right now of what he needs, chances are it's exactly the same wisdom you're going to need right now 
the inner voice guiding you in what comes next in this pivot. Mm. The same, the same, clearly we, 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 we attracted this conversation because you were stuck there wondering, what do I do now? And which is your younger, you know, 22 year old self saying, what do I do now that dad's not there waiting for you to come back and give him Phoenix and say, don't worry, this is your new teacher coming. <laughs> and the, the message now for you is don't worry. This maybe this is your new teacher. I don't know. <laughs> the universe always delivers, right? Always delivers. You're now, you're now ready for your new teacher for, for your next level. You know, that's probably what, what this whole thing is. I don't know. I'm just, this is just all the stuff that's, that I'm channeling. You know, that's Absolutely. when you start doing this and getting into your heart, you'll be able to start accessing ways of helping people in the moment. Cause you're, so connected to your unconscious and this is where people say oh it's psychic or intuitive this is where your intuition is i've worked on listening to that inner voice when it comes out it says ask him about this do this talk to him about this and it usually leads to deeper connection this is what oh, the yeah. world needs mission accomplished sir mission accomplished thank you yeah man and that was that was free Doc, if people want to find you and connect with you to do work like this, where can they find you? Um, well, I have a, I mean, it might be a little too late. I have a workshop happening tomorrow. We have two spots left. And um, online. Pardon me. It's online. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's in, it's at so-and-so event center. Come oh, join us. Yeah. Fly, fly to Vancouver and come. Yeah. It's in my, yeah, it's in my house. It's in my quarantine while I'm in quarantine. It's a virtual event, five hours where I take you through the neuroscience of reconnecting to yourself where science meets spirituality, healing that primary wound for you. It was there. We would all literally hundred, like, 30 people, 40 people having the exact same experience that you did sharing what just happened. Imagine wow. a community of other people doing, witnessing this mm. and then going, wow, this is what came up for me. What you just shared got me complete with my own dad who died five years ago, right? Co-regulation. Right. And it's nonlinear. It doesn't have to be within our space. It's, it's no, we heal through community, through energy, through non, non-locality, non yeah. non-local. Oh, I love that so much. Do you have a website that I can, uh, yeah. that we can start sending give it to, to you? In, to? Give it, give it to you in the show notes. Beautiful. Uh, and just send it out and get, I have two, two spots left and whoever feels inspired it's from noon to 5 PM Pacific. I'd love to have people join in beautiful stuff around uh, what i'm recommending is that you, you we because i teach i stand for healed families you heard me about you heard me on the other podcast everything that i'm doing is to have healed families yeah. because that's going to break the cycle of the nervous system dysregulation intergenerationally yeah. is a, a family that co-regulates together so these these virtual retreats are also for everyone in the family wow so I'm going to do a little something for kids too. Maybe not your two-year-old, but if your kids are into, uh, you know, learning and upgrading themselves during this period of time, families, it's only 350 bucks. Usually people have to do hotel and they have to pay over a thousand. I'm just bringing it together oh, for 350 it. bucks and it's all my current clients and we're just taking them through the process. Oh, I love that so much. Dr. Neem, I cannot wait to have you back on the show. I'm so grateful that we're able to connect. You look so different than the first, than the guy that I, that I met earlier. Watch the, watch the replay of this and you'll oh see a goodness. complete difference from who you were at the beginning of this call to now. You're now in your heart. You're mm -hmm. very, you're very authentic. You're not in story. You're just, you're in your heart right now, which is where our leaders must be if we actually want to make change. Oh, I love that so, so much. My goodness. Cannot wait to have you back on the show, my friend, to have another session like this.